The Best Worst Idea Podcast. In 2001, a friend and I were walking back from the 7-Eleven on the corner of Santa Monica Boulevard and Hayworth. It was around 10 p.m. As we approached the first cross street, a young Latino man jumped out of the bushes and pointed a gun at us. Give me your fucking money. Now let me stop for a moment to explain a few things. However you think you might react when an armed gunman pops out of the bushes and shoves a gun in your face, the truth is you have no idea what you will do until that exact moment. I said, give me your fucking money. You want to get blasted? Give me your fucking money. I told him I had no cash on me. He patted the pockets of my jeans. My friend did not carry a wallet. He reacted by reaching into his front pocket and pulling out his driver's license, a debit card, and $10. When he tried to give them to the young man, they simply dropped out of his hand onto the ground. The gunman turned his attention back to me. He pushed me hard. I'm gonna fucking blast you. I don't have any money, I said. I'm sorry. The truth is, I had $230 in my wallet, which was kind of rare. Somebody I knew had repaid a loan I had given them, so I was flush with cash. I believe the reason he didn't find it was because I was left-handed and kept my wallet in my back left pocket. And when he patted me down, he only patted the back right pocket. It would seem then I valued my life at approximately $230 and change. By now, I could smell the liquid courage on his breath. This was not a cold-blooded killer. This was a young punk who was looking to make his bones. Still, he had done more than brandish the weapon. He had pulled it from his waistband and pointed it. Now, I am not a hero. I am not tough, menacing, or physically imposing. If asked what I would do in a situation like this, I would say, here's my money, my wallet, the keys to the car, and the PIN number of my ATM card. Go with God. But for some reason, I didn't do that. Was it because I didn't really think he'd pull the trigger? Was it because killing my friend and me wouldn't be worth whatever he might find? I really don't know. But the clock was ticking. This transaction was taking way longer than it should. He looked around nervously. He looked increasingly desperate. Then he said the words no one in this situation wants to hear. He said, turn around and get down on your knees. Fuck. Both of us complied quietly. And as I knelt on the sidewalk a mere block from my apartment, I thought, this is it. This is how I buy it. I've done nothing with my life yet, and the check is already being placed on the table. The next few seconds felt like an eternity. Both of us waited for the bullets to come. We waited. And waited. But bullets came there none. I eventually looked back, and he was gone. He had run off. Both of us jumped up from our knees. A young woman was walking down Hayworth and we tried to explain to her that we were just robbed at gunpoint and to not go that way. 
She chuckled and kept walking past us. We stopped her pleading, I'm serious, a guy just pulled a gun on us. She must have seen the expression on my face because she turned around and walked right back up the street. I looked up and saw a police cruiser turn up an alley. We ran to flag him down. When we reached the police car, the officer stopped. He got out and we explained that a young man had pulled a gun on us and it had just happened and hello, aren't you a policeman? To say that the officer couldn't have been less interested in taking our statement would be the understatement of the year. In the process of answering his questions, however, I discovered something fascinating. I knew very little about the gunman besides the fact that he was young, there was the slight smell of booze on his breath, and that he appeared to be Latino. My friend, on the other hand, quickly answered every question with laser precision. What was he wearing? A blue hoodie. What kind of hair? Straight, curly? He had short brown hair. His teeth, were they straight or crooked? He had crooked teeth. His shoes, he had white shoes. I interrupted him. I said, you want to know what I saw? I saw the big gun he shoved in my fucking face. The officer was not impressed. He went on to explain that these kind of armed robberies happened all the time in this neighborhood. I asked him what the right thing to do in this situation would actually be. He looked at me and said, if a guy is pointing a gun at you, you might as well charge him because he's probably going to kill you. Well, that was a sobering thought. When he finished, he asked if we would need a ride home. Well, I exploded in a rage. Fuck that. What, I can't walk down my own fucking street now? What am I supposed to do? Stay at home and hide under my bed? Bullshit. Well, we walked back to my place without further incident. I felt kind of empowered by my refusal to give up my money. To stay in my ground, so to speak. Even though that was a foolish decision. I lived on that block for another 12 years. But for the next few months... If I walked around the neighborhood at night, I made sure I walked in the middle of the street. If I had to do it all over again, I can't say that I'd do anything different. I'm not sure what that says about me as a person. Does that make me brave, crazy, or just stupid? It does seem to me that the going rate for the answer to that question is somewhere in the realm of $230. If you enjoyed this content, please do me a favor and like, comment, and share it. Or you can subscribe to this podcast by going to www.bestworstideapodcast.com.